0: I like to do penis uh, usually. I should have said that before I started the recording. Then, we're
1: going to start this thing. Um, hey, everyone. This is usually where you hear an ad, but we're not putting ads on this episode because, unfortunately, uh, due to technical issues, some audio got just very corrupted and it really messes up the episode it's turned soup (laughs) y'all i mean the first 20 minutes are good the first 20 minutes are very solid audio and like a good episode and it would have ended up being a very good episode but unfortunately the way it messed up we're still going to present the episode with the screw-ups intact trying to make it seem complete but if you want to skip this one i don't blame you if you want to leave after 20 minutes i also don't blame you
0: I'll be personally offended.
1: Uh, well, yeah, you, you'll you have to deal with Luke. Yeah. But uh, good news, though, uh, aside from the bad news about, you know, everything, uh, we've decided to make it up to y'all. We're going to release the next episode early on Thursday this week. You get a double dose? A double dose of nonsense. That's Thursday, June 18th and uh, i guess you can mute it now for like a couple seconds if you don't want to know what the movie is and attempt to play the coming attraction thing or find out at the end of this but it oh good so that part is intact oh no it's still bounce around like but you hear us guessing oh so, all right well good <clears throat> good good it's weird and like if people aren't if people aren't going to listen to the episode they should probably still know what's coming right I think so. Next week is Kangaroo Jack. So, not next week. Thursday is Kangaroo Jack. (laughs) He's coming to you faster than he ever should. Um, Hopping in hot. It is a good episode. The audio for that is good. Uh, And then we'll be back to our regular every Tuesday at midnight drop. Sorry to Corey and sorry to Nick.
0: We did Sorry have to fun with both of you. Thank Sorry. you for your suggestion. Corey, thank you for coming on.
1: Uh, stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Nick, for uh bringing Little Giants to us. And again, the bits that are still there, I think, are good. But then it gets choppy and weird. So it's... There's good parts of it and then parts that are close to unlistenable so again let us know
0: tell us send us some stuff say these are my favorite parts and these are my least favorite parts send us a picture of your mad face we'd love to hear from you
1: yeah no we've been uh at the end of every episode there's the call for feedback and you can follow our facebooks or twitters or email us or email us that was bad (laughs) holy crap (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> follow on uh, yeah
1: uh, anyway that's that's all that's all we got yeah. do you have anything else
0: we appreciate you guys as well thanks for listening yes
1: thank you f- yeah thank you for listening to the first four episodes and we already have a bunch more recorded we're recording them well in advance i actually think that the little giants one is the first one that we recorded after dropping the beginning of the podcast which is interesting.
0: Dropping the... Oh, Beginning after we dropped the podcast. our first... Okay, I'm... After,
1: after it launched, yes. is what I meant to say. It's true. Yeah, all right. Let's not delay this any longer. Sorry again to everybody involved with it, but thank you all very much for listening. Now, please, in, if you want to, enjoy our And if you don't want of... to,
0: still enjoy.
1: Right. <laughs> Uh, No Highway Option presents Little Giants and tune in on Thursday for Kangaroo Jack
0: Hippity hoppity fuck us It wasn't (laughs) That's a turd You don't have to keep that
1: okay hello and welcome back to another episode of no highway option a podcast about cinema that answers the one question that applies to every film is it better or worse than vin diesel's 2005 seminal masterpiece the pacifier i'm one of your hosts connor go birds
0: and i'm the other host luke go pats uh, and uh our guest today
2: hi yeah my name is Corey Luco and I don't like football so <laughs>
1: <laughs> this was the right yeah, movie
2: absolutely yeah, well, right? children's football is it's a little different but yeah <laughs> uh,
1: our movie picked by our guest from last week Nick it was little Giants and uh first of all it's interesting to mention this was another movie, like uh, another certain sports movie in the 90s, that was based off a commercial. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently McDonald's ran like a peewee football Super Bowl ad, and Steven Spielberg called up somebody and went, Well, well that, we have to make that, but like, a movie.
2: Did the Super Bowl ad have all of this, like, weird petty family drama, too?
1: Uh, If you look up, like, McDonald's uh, Little Giants ad, it's just a thing of kids playing football. So, no. Right, that makes more sense. The toxic brother dynamic kind of came later. It's
2: added in, right. That's
0: what Space Jam was missing, I think.
1: A toxic brother dynamic?
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I feel like guaranteed someone's going to give us Space Jam in the future so we can talk about that when it comes up. (laughs) But as far (laughs) as movies that were a commercial and sports and even Bugs Bunny starts this one because WB, there's more on this than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's all Warner Brothers, actually. That's hmm. They're doing a lot of commercial movies.
2: Well, it sounds like it was just like a formula. They were like, oh, it worked a couple times. Let's just keep going. Keep cranking them out. Um, Yeah. Also I'd like to mention obviously you're not going to be able to see this but um I have the exact same glasses frames as Rick Moranis in this movie. <laughs> we you I felt do. like I was looking at myself the entire time. <laughs> Couldn't be prouder of my choices. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's how you know they're good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so actually no, this yeah. was fun this was fun for me cuz I hadn't seen the Pacifier um I had seen Little Giants as a kid, but I watched it again, but I haven't seen the Pacifier ever. So, like, when thinking about the oh, that's fun. scale of is this better or worse than the Pacifier, I first had to, like, discover the Pacifier myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> not the you first one who had
2: yeah, that. I... <laughs> yeah. I remember the Pacifier coming out, but I had no idea... I, I never watched it, and so, you know, I'm just in my living room last night yelling like, Lauren Graham and Vin Diesel are gonna fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really fun for me.
0: That's, that's part of the sequel we never got.
2: Yeah. Oh, I if mean, only. I think it's very much implied. So. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, it's more than implied. <laughs> All right, so Little Giant starts out. How many of these family movies in the 90s had, like, the bad kids handwriting opening credits. Cause I feel like it's all of them.
0: I loved it.
1: <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. And it's fun, but I like just looking at it, I was like, Oh, it's one of these again. Yeah. It's fair.
2: Well, and it, this also, it's, it's another one of those movies that has like very long opening credits that mm-hmm. you're kind of like, when are we going to get through this? Which actually, um, I mean, because it had the football play credits and then it had the bad handwriting credits. And I was yeah. sort of like, all right, I'm ready. <laughs> the football like, play would
1: turn little cartoons.
2: <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I see why this movie is an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. When it could have fully been a 90-minute movie. but <laughs> it,
1: it probably could have been like an hour TV special. Yeah. Um. <laughs> It where we go to Urbania, Ohio. So that's which... the name
0: they went with. Like people sat down in a room and yeah, one.
1: it is the fakest name for a place <laughs> probably since like Townsville from the Powerpuff Girls. But like Townsville's kind of funny. Every time they said Urbania, I was like, just just say like anything else.
0: sounded like uh, like a made up country Sydney Bristow would go to an alias.
1: Oh, okay. I was with you until you said her name and I was like, I don't remember who that is.
0: <laughs> we uh we liked alias a lot. Me and my brother.
2: Well, it's also kind of <laughs> weird because it seems like they're trying to play off like the word urban, but that's the exact opposite of what they're trying to give you. Like you get yeah. this like very rural small town where like the pinnacle of pride is being on a water tower, so <laughs>
1: The Pinnacle of Pride is not making it to the major leagues and being on the water tower. But he he got exactly, a Heisman. Yeah. Didn't he make it?
2: No, he made it. I
1: f- They never mention him doing anything. I think somewhere it says. Oh no man, the about, license like, plate on his car says Heisman. I was
2: gonna s no, was gonna like- say <laughs> the license plate says Heisman.
1: I thought Heisman was college though. No, man. Oh, okay. Well, I that that takes away a couple of my notes about how strange this town is.
2: I would like to reiterate that I do not like football, so I do not know what a Heisman is, but I assumed you uh, made it.
1: <laughs> I like football when it's fun to watch, when it's, like, the big game and the Eagles do well. So I like football in 2018.
2: I have, a like, a, a very... <laughs> I have a weird relationship with football and Luke can probably attest to this because, you know, growing up in New England there's just like such a crazy like fandom, almost cult like feeling around it. Fair. <laughs> um which I guess you also would probably experience with the Eagles as well. Oh, so God, yeah. I think it comes from that, just not liking that. So
1: <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Uh so we see in nineteen sixty four there's Kevin and Danny o'shea who are in the future played by ed neil and rick moranis kevin's good at football and danny's a little dweeb who can't play football i
0: thought the age casting was pretty good um, yeah and not exactly age but when they show all the the group of kids parents at that party those were all really good too
1: like they were believable yeah be like i was parents. looking at the
0: kid and i was looking at the parents and thinking oh wow, well, you know somebody this is a cd who did a pretty good job
2: My favorite thing about the casting of the parents is that all of the parents were just as weird as their kids. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) None of the parents had a kid where they were like, oh, God, how did I get such a dweeb? It's like, no, they look exactly and act exactly Mm -hmm. like you.
1: (laughs) There are zero normal characters in this movie, except for maybe uh, Patty, whatever her name is. But like, we don't get to know her enough. That's what I was thinking the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) uh it cuts forward to 1994 and you find out that kevin o'Shea was a big football star and he's in his hometown coaching kids football kid named rudy falls over and they think he's bleeding turns out he just had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in his hat
0: yeah this started uh i started keeping track of who my favorite character was because it switched a lot and i figured you know we're doing like a sports thing we could do this is a game <laughs> i can keep track of the whole time i'm watching the movie and this was the first one it was a sandwich kid
1: yeah rudy's rudy's pretty great he keeps coming back with some good lines and Gags, there's a weird dig about how he likes puffed Cheetos instead of crunchy Cheetos.
2: I loved that, I thought that was like a great little detail. Where it was like he was like, Puffed Cheetos, you such a wuss, like can't handle the crunchy. I loved that, I thought it was great.
0: Yeah, I want to know if like that was somebody's, somebody felt really strongly about that, or if that was just like yeah. a whole <laughs> just that came out of someone's head.
3: <laughs>
2: i just think it's like one of those beautiful details that like is in just like very small weird towns you know like yeah
1: which we know about
2: yeah and there's just like
1: one writer who's flipping over bowls of puff cheetos every time he walks in the room like god damn it
2: yeah exactly and it's also funny, so the 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 sandwich in the helmet thing, I so I saw this as a kid and I've seen it, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I like know the general story, but there were moments in the movie that felt so I was like, Oh, I remember this and I like was narrating it in my head as it was about to happen, and that's one of them. It's like that really stuck with me as a kid, that like opening reveal. See, like I it.
0: I remembered seeing it and I remembered liking it, but I couldn't I I didn't remember anything that happened. I remembered like a vague shot of a water tower and I remembered that I liked it.
1: I mean, that's pretty important. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: I remember this. I remember it because like, I was kind of like a Becky character as a kid. And so I loved watching this movie of like a girl playing on the guys team and like, just being so much better than a lot of them (laughs) and i just also can we talk about how why would you name a tomboy becky can you give her a slightly (laughs) more androgynous name something like jamie taylor anything just like
0: (laughs) it was every time every
2: time I mean, I guess because the whole idea is that, like, it's like, call me Icebox. Don't call me Becky. And I like that. But the thing is, is whenever they called her Becky, I was just so, it was like, it was like hitting me over the head with, like, mm-hmm. this very intense, like, very feminine name that, like, means so much more than Becky now.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah.
2: <laughs> it was like, I was Unlocky like, I just for really... I just really wish they had picked a different name. I think that they could have... I'm, I'll just rename her for myself.
1: <laughs> That's, mm. I think every note I have for her calls her Icebox, which is a yeah. strange nickname, but, like, I get it. But I just see, I actually really...
2: don't get it, because it's never explained. Yeah. They never... I
1: think it's supposed to be, I like... also don't per- know. I think it's, like, she's cold. Like, her personality... Huh. like she's not a very like warm and tender person i think that's what it was going I guess that for
2: i was waiting the whole movie for the origin story of icebox though and we never got it because it's <laughs> be such nothing. a bizarre nickname so you thought there would have to be some sort of discussion of it there wasn't
1: yeah that's the prequel
2: <laughs> i guess the i could where her mom's like bye and yeah. then she's like call me icebox <laughs> be-
1: <laughs> yeah but before i go i dub the icebox
2: yeah
0: I think the closest we got to Icebox was that the serial killer kid came out of the moving truck with a fridge on his back.
2: That was, yeah. (laughs) Like, I would have,
1: that would have made sense. mm. (laughs) Uh, We also get introduced to Rashid, who's a kid who can't catch and he talks to his hands about it.
0: Yes, that was when it switched who my favorite character was when he started talking to his hands. It was a quick one.
1: There's a tiny blonde kid who can't run named Tad. And Rad none of them Tad. Rad Tad and none of them make it onto the Little Cowboys, which is very upsetting. Rudy is so sad, he pours out some Reese's pieces for his homies. Um
2: That was so sad. That was the worst part. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Why wouldn't you eat those? Don't let those go to waste." <laughs> yeah.
0: I thought the whole tryouts was wild. Um,
3: like
2: The whole tryouts is really <laughs> See... wild because there's all this crazy stuff is going on and then like Icebox is like beating up somebody, and then Rick Moranis' character Danny O'Shea comes in and is like, "Hey, Icebox, stop! Let him go! Let him go!" And then you pan over to see that there were like fifteen other adults there, and none of and them had staring. interfered. And like, so, because for me, I thought the only two adults there were like this, you know, the football coaches, so Kevin at that point, and then his lackey, who we have to talk about. Um <laughs> yeah, like. But there was, there were so many other parents and adults witnessing yeah. this happening, but Danny O'Shea had to be the one to come and like do something about saying, it. It was very that part was very bizarre.
1: I feel like all of the adults are also scared of Icebox, which is strange considering it's a ten year old.
2: It also her aunt is there her aunt is sitting right there mm-hmm. like, she has a relationship with her you know you could have said something it, it Stop definitely felt that like to death. right and it wasn't even like and it's not even just that is there were other things happening yeah. it wasn't that was like enough for like a parent probably should have intervened
1: mm-hmm. but like then we find
2: out they that, were... yeah but then we find out that they were that most digging of the parents into were her just, about nothing that's right, yeah, they were all, like, <laughs> bullying her, and the parents were like, yeah, this is how the football tryouts go, <laughs> and then the one parent, Rick Moranis, comes in, and is like, no, guys, is... <laughs> a bad idea.
1: Stop that.
0: Uh, yeah. It was weird that there were parents here to begin with, I feel like. I feel like I never went to yeah. a tryout where all of the parents were standing there watching. think
2: Yeah, I think that that definitely is a good small town detail, because although I mean, even growing up in a really small town that never I never saw any of that happen. But also we grew up in a town so small. There weren't tryouts. Everyone just made the team Um, So I felt like it was like kind of showing us that like this was like the entertainment for the town. And then we sort of get that throughout the movie with, like, the old guys betting on it and the diner. And, like, this is, like, it's kind of there, like a traveling carnival There is carnival nothing or to do here. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, the equipment manager's a real weird, or the assistant coach, whatever he is. You said his name was Buzz?
0: His name is Butts.
1: B-U-T-T. B- oh.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is a weirdo.
2: He's oh, like he's, bon- screaming he's absolutely at the kids. bonkers. Yeah.
1: He's screaming at the kids calling them losers.
2: <laughs> yeah, and also like he so he's the like I guess assistant coach or equipment manager or something for Kevin um on the little Cowboys but then he also works for Kevin at the car dealership, right? Mm-hmm. He's just yeah. always kind of like there. He's Kevin's little his... lackey. Yeah, right. And he just sort of follows him around and says really really nuts things like for most of the movie
1: (laughs) i feel like he only like says a bunch of the stuff for the first half and then the second half he kind of just disappears and gets replaced by the terrifying murder child's dad
2: that's true yeah spike's dad really does come in strong (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) he really takes over um
2: i think that there that's pretty there are a couple characters like that in this movie where they were really trying to establish each of these tropes right So this guy would be, like, a comic relief lackey sort of deal, and then they also wanted the romantic interest, um, and she comes in, like, here and there. They close the arc on that at the end of the movie, but, like, you know, she's really not in the movie very much. Yeah, she... Yeah.
1: She has no... She could be replaced by anything. Yeah. (laughs) Not
0: anyone, anything...
1: There's a film theory thing called the sexy lamp where if there's a female oh, character yeah. that can be replaced by a lamp then and like the plot doesn't change. So I was trying to use that but <laughs> not <laughs> say it. Do you know who the uh the Kevin O'Shea's youngest daughter was who says prayers and says like God bless Nickelodeon and the gender with the hairy arms or whatever she says?
2: Oh, Debbie, the one or is that the uh, the one who's like Becky's age or the one younger than that?
1: The younger one.
2: Oh, I'm not sure what her name was.
1: It was like long. It, I don't remember the character name, but that was Alexa Vega from Spy Kids.
2: Oh. I would love to talk about his wife who just hates his guts. Like, <laughs> I've never seen... I love her. She's like immediately yeah. against him. She's <laughs> like, I don't know why you didn't let Icebox on the team. He's trying to teach... The like little the peewee football kid <laughs> runs at his wife <laughs> to tackle her with a pillow and then something like she's just like but she seems happy. She almost is like a, a happy person in a marriage where she gets to hate her husband.
0: And I also thought that, like that whole section where he's he's leading a practice. It's nighttime. He has two children at his house that aren't his own. Mm hmm. And the practice is in the living
1: room. Yeah, who and does
0: like, indoor football practice is, is the, the biggest thing.
1: Hero. He is a very sad character, honestly. Oh,
2: he's a horribly sad character. <laughs> I think, like, and that was, that's what I thought was really funny. The whole thing by showing just, like, what it means to be, like, the king of all stories are all these old gamblers at the diner and that's it but he doesn't have anybody yeah the king of this town sells cars like
1: <laughs> he has like a burger named after him i think uh at one point uh when icebox is upset that she didn't get on the team uh at one point rick moranis suggests they go hunting and make moose sounds together which is clever foreshadowing of brother bear where rick moranis plays a moose
2: i did not even notice From,
1: you know 10 years later at a different studio um he also for like the first
0: half hour 40 minutes of this movie every time Mick, rick moranis shows up he's two buttons deep in his shirt and it is chest I did hair not city notice
1: that. <laughs> but then like yeah yeah rick moranis is not a guy i would think to be very chest hairy
0: well he is it is <laughs> I, it is alarming <laughs> but like more power to him yeah I don't know. it just it. seemed like i don't know whether it was something they hadn't caught for a couple of scenes or something they were like yeah I do it but then they really button it up it stops immediately about a half an hour in
3: hmm.
2: yes he was like you know what i'm a football coach gotta button up the shirt i don't just work at a- i've been servicing this community for like you know however many years or something
1: I think it's in a I think it's like a gas station that's somehow a town landmark, they say at the end. I don't remember if they explain. <laughs>
0: he's really proud yeah. of it.
1: It's it's bizarre. But yeah, the buttons show when he's casual Danny and business Danny. Exactly. Uh, so he gets the idea to well, Icebox kinda gets the idea, to form their own team. And they go to uh kick nineties kids movie clubhouse to recruit their players, which I'm still jealous of. Like yeah, every... I didn't have a
0: clubhouse with a friend who was cooking math.
1: <laughs> no, I just had a garage. And usually there was a car in it. I think Rashid says something about there goes my chance at the big leagues, now I'll have to be a senator. Yes. I awesome. believe that was a lie <laughs>
2: But he's like, well, guess I'm not going to have to be a senator. (laughs) Beautiful, Rashid.
1: (laughs) Those are my two options in my family.
0: I'm glad that we all wrote it down. I'm glad we all
2: (laughs) all had it (laughs) back. Oh, it was when, and, uh, you know, and there's always going to be when you have a movie that's based on, like, a ragtag group of misfits, like, forming a movie. I don't know what his name is. Rudy. Yeah, so then Rudy (laughs) is hanging... Cut to black, giant. Yeah, fart. <laughs> can't. And yeah. a Rudy.
0: His whole personality is fart, but his father doesn't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, his dad's unaware of how bad his farts are.
2: Yeah, he is a little bit.
0: So, like, do we think that means that he is not the same at home, or does that mean that his father is worse?
1: I it definitely means
2: his. Father I mean, I think <laughs> <laughs> makes sense to
1: me also his dad was um francis from pb's big adventure wasn't it i don't know bullies come by to do a classic not joke to them so icebox decides to go on a vehicular manslaughter chase
0: yeah it's awesome she took back the lead (laughs) of favorite character at that point
1: (laughs) i was also in that moment i
0: realized she looks so much like tj detweiler and I was trying to find it for, like, a long time. And it was that her face, if you put them next to each other, it's almost the same one.
1: I guess? No. <laughs> I'm the only one here. <laughs> I mean, one's a live-action girl and the other's a cartoon boy.
2: Um, are in a car chase, which doesn't make any sense to me. It shouldn't be able to, right? Like, go karts go, what, like, 30?
1: Yeah. <laughs> How powerful and very street-legal. <laughs> and, almost, and almost gets hit by a train, but dodges it.
0: Also outruns the train. It shouldn't keep up. It should top at like 15, 20.
1: Yeah. Uh, they recruit the whole team. Danny kind of gets bamboozled into coaching the team because he didn't know that Icebox made it. And so two Saturdays from today at 12 noon, there's a game to see who Urbania's new football team was going to be.
0: I liked that. It didn't usually in a movie like this, there's a progression and you see the team and it looks like they're getting better. And there wasn't a single montage where I felt like this group of kids got better at football Like across the whole time. I was like, they're still terrible. Can't (laughs) wait to see what happens.
1: No, Mm. another uh junior floyd
2: junior floyd yes yeah um a wonderful character i think we're starting to see that more and more um with like i was talking the other day about how right like how are supposed to how are we supposed to stand a chance i'm 25 <laughs> years old and i have these yeah. crushed
1: played by devin sawa who also played casper in the casper movie uh, he I does saw... not
0: look like that cartoon
1: no no <laughs> i saw his name in the credits and i was like why do i know him and i was i also got excited when it was like the billing was like devin sawa john madden i was like oh thank god together at last (laughs) i thought the
0: the grocery store was another wild addition to this town what's uh what's the deal there this one kid we meet junior he's just hucking toilet papers down the aisle and two yep. aisles over, Icebox is stealing donuts and eating them in the grocery store. <laughs> There's no adult I'm supervision sure. in the grocery store because they're all at football trials.
1: I'm pretty sure this is a lawless town. Like, so much so that he has to call the state police to pull a prank on his brother.
2: I had the... You know, his wife, who hates him. Um he's like... He called the Stadies. They would just I mean, honestly, whenever the cops get called, it's horrible. But like <laughs> they're Oh yeah, I was all you know, whole time. Yeah.
0: There's another layer.
1: Yeah. Also, the the fake call he makes, uh, Kevin and his assistant coach are spying on their practice because they heard they got Junior Floyd and that Icebox is good. And they see that Rudy is wearing the top half of a Darth Vader helmet as his helmet. No one says anything about it, but uh, so when they notice that Rick Moranis, Danny, whatever, calls the state police as an old woman who's like, "There are two men spying on young children."
0: Valid. Yeah. And I never wavered. I was always on his team oh, the yeah, whole no, time. That... It was a fuck you, Kevin i thought he could have been doing more oh i don't know if this is when they're spying on him or not but at one point kevin and and butts are talking about the (laughs) other team and butts looks at the group of kids and says if these are my kids i drown them
1: yeah (laughs) it's like a long extended thing about like chickens and it's like if yeah. I was the mother hen, I'd just leave him to drown yeah. or something? Yeah. It's at the car wash.
2: I... Does Butts even have a kid?
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know. This adds like, a problematic layer.
2: <laughs> doesn't have a kid who's on the team either, does he?
1: No, because he has two no, girls. He... Yay. And he hates girls. They should be cheerleaders only
2: all of his and the other football team. And there would have been like a fight between the two kids. Mm -hmm. And then,
1: (laughs) uh, then they get word that a new kid is in town from the gambling old men who have nothing better to do. And we meet spike who, yes. And, uh, he, uh, Danny gets there first and, The Spike's dad assumes he's Coach O'Shea, and technically he is. So, he never says his name is Kevin, so Spike joins the Little Giants, and we get details on Spike that he was bred to play football, basically. Every night before he goes to bed, his father massages his hamstrings with evaporated milk, and at that line I went, this is at that line i went this is too much i need to go outside and not watch this movie for like three yep. hours <laughs> that was that kind of broke my brain just <laughs> looking at spike because we're introduced to a 10 year old carrying a refrigerator like
2: that i wasn't just push up, up off that. Or, uh, although off he definitely he like they do a very yeah. good job of making him look like like a monster <laughs> <laughs>
1: So much so that he exclusively refers to himself in the third person.
0: Yeah, yeah. Somebody should have called child services was what I was thinking.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of details about Spike that are just ignored so that he can come in and be like, ah, Spike is in peewee hell. He also doesn't like, have he a doesn't.
2: Mom. Which is never fully talked about. Yeah. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Shh. I don't think it's like a. Oh, and just jumping I, quickly back to the mom thing, I've never seen. It was just so docile, and that I wonder is like, and it, it was like, he was just explaining it like it was just this very your mom leaves, yeah. like it was just has he doesn't like bear ill will to this woman kind of thing, you know, mm. and he like doesn't you know like trash talk, the,
1: right it sounds like she just left but he was like
0: weirdly cool with it
1: it seems like (laughs) it was something that happened long enough ago that he's gotten over it and like has been able to accept it she might Uh, have left (laughs) in a much worse movie like that whole thing about the mom leaving would have been a screaming match or like him breaking down this is the second movie we've done on this podcast where one of the people leaves for vague reasons after Over the Top. Like they never say why Sylvester Stallone splits in Over the Top, and that's sorry, true. Yeah, that that was just on my mind when it was like <laughs> your mom left, but he
0: like, was the why? leaving parent redeeming himself.
1: True, very true. Yeah, there's no rumors. There's no rumors about uh, Danny's wife selling drugs.
2: And did it? Vin Diesel's mom in the pacifier? She left, or did she die?
0: He he has a. I don't know about his mother. I, he he talks a lot about the weird stuff with his dad.
1: mm Hmm.
2: I think she left. I was like, he's an. He's like fully by yeah. himself. Like this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Absent. There's just a lot of absent mothers. It was very bizarre. <laughs>
1: that's the way to do it (laughs) that really is for this (laughs) it's an underlying
0: theme of this podcast
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and then we find out that uh kevin takes spike away because he basically just goes to his dad and goes i'm the guy you're looking for um it took a long time to happen yeah
2: done some damage to the danny o'shea and his daughter's relationship because her dad is more like trying to play to spike to be like no we need him kind of thing and Mm
3: -hmm.
2: uncle cav oh you like a boy helped my niece in a time of weirdness i'm i'm the
1: uncle kevin (laughs) boys only like cheerleaders and that's it.
2: You know, I definitely like the complication of like all of a sudden realizing that, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I liked that whole thing, but I guess her arc gets a little lost when he like finds a cheerleader uniform and she's not playing, right? But then we never like reassure her that she can do what she wants. I always feel that. Right
1: this was my first time (laughs) watching this so when it was introduced when icebox was introduced i was like oh great little giants is a feminist masterpiece and then all this happened and i was like ah no yeah (laughs) i think the apology might be in the form of like he lets her do it like he sees the cheerleading uniform after their argument and he doesn't like force her into the team he's like hey she's doing it whatever it's fine although she she A does go, he so, does say something like you're not on the team but like i did this all for you this was your idea and you forced yeah. me into doing this <laughs> like this is for you she's like no dad it's for you And i was like no it's it's pretty much for you oh,
0: i was torn i would have liked to have seen that scene but i also liked that so much of it got to be her own journey
1: got to be mm-hmm. her figuring
0: it out and going her own
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. insane shit it's like 80 percent montages and 12 percent rudy farting i thought something was yeah.
0: coming and then it just blew off
1: the end D- didn't care um also but then after a spike goes away a convenient bus breaks down in their town full of football people like john madden um, I'm reading the cast list because I, I only the, knew two people. I think it's people. the
0: giants of the time.
1: It's John Madden, Steve Emptman, Bruce Smith, Emmett Smith, and Tim Brown. I only knew Emmett Smith because he was in a credit card commercial when I was a child. And John Madden is just John Madden. But they go and they help the children do some football.
3: Um, By teaching
1: them that football is 80% mental and 40% Um, physical. I thought it was fun. (laughs) Yeah, I enjoyed it. Oh, no, I I love that. And I loved Rudy's reaction where he's like, yeah. And then he turns around looks right in the camera. He's like, what? (laughs) Oh, the final game is just, just gags over and over. And I loved it. That's what made me go from like, kind of liking this movie to fully just being all in
2: you could win once everyone has that one (laughs) inspirational speech i've ever heard
3: once
1: (laughs) there uh there was a band from ireland that my dad used to listen to all the time and one of their songs the chorus was to win just once that would be enough and every basket every basketball team of mine that he coached he would play that in the car on the way to the game.
2: <laughs> I love that. As as someone who played on a softball team in high school, that <laughs> would be us. Yeah. I just I love yeah, I love the one time speech. I think it's really beautiful.
1: It's a really sweet speech. Uh the game that this happens at is again urbania there's nothing to do so they have a marching band they have every citizen of the town the cops are rolling around with their loudspeaker being like gotta go night's sleep all football players it's so bizarre <laughs>
2: right i don't yeah. understand why you're doing that
1: we've got the announcer who's played by harry shearer out of nowhere Um, He pulled ahead. He uh, was my favorite character for a minute. I forget what the quote was,
0: uh, but he
1: had one. um, Was it when the kid got kicked in the nuts and he said something along the lines of "Oh, he's packing a pound of Aunt Betty's nut butter" or something? That was
0: the one. That was the.
1: I didn't fully get it, but I think that was it. Yeah,
0: it was just that phrase, and the fact that this was a Pee Wee football (laughs) fan.
1: 90% 90% of my notes are now are just like writing a gag and how much I liked it like Hell their so. little hu- their little cheer at the beginning where they're like giants giants help us god
0: <laughs> I liked uh the boy
1: the boy in the bubble
0: did I don't know what his name was
1: uh the little snotty <laughs> kid I think his name was I wrote it down Uh where is Jake. it Jake Thank you. Jake, yes. But I liked he did the I'm not turtly enough for the turtle club thing.
0: (laughs) Went right into his shell.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna rip your head off, and he just (laughs) goes
2: into (laughs) me. A much stronger team. (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
1: The um the the one kid where the Johnny, whose dad is never around. Uh and The play I never knew his name until that part.
2: Daddy was never around, but they didn't really have time to make a whole person.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And (laughs) Which I guess if you're trying to do an absentee thing, that technically counts. But like
1: Yeah. Yeah, but so their play is pitch to Johnny and Johnny says, Pitch to Johnny, you can't pitch to Johnny, I'm Johnny which was me as a child oh, yeah. playing sports with my friends. <laughs> and uh, Rick Moran is just like, hey, run to your dad in the end zone, which is a direct uh, reference to the McDonald's commercial. Uh. that There's one point in the McDonald's commercial where the coach is like, blue 46 goes turn and blah, 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 blah. Do you get that? And the kid's like, no, I'm five. He's like, run to daddy. Which I was just bizarre after i looked it up and was like oh that's that's a plot point in this not exactly a plot point just a scene yeah
0: it's interesting that they don't do any like mcdonald's product placement if it comes from that
1: no it's yeah it's interesting i mean it's better off for it yeah yeah that that town probably can't afford a mcdonald's uh Uh, i also noticed that kevin
0: is a bad football coach something you notice in the last game because they shouldn't have won they're on like the five yard line and it's fourth down and Kevin risks it for a running play instead of kicking it for the three points and winning the game
1: because he's a bad football coach here's the thing Luke (laughs) I know (laughs) this has a scene where children eat Alka-Seltzer in order to (laughs) intimidate their opponent. It's not exactly a realistic thing. I thought it was wild. Like, his whole character is built on, I'm the
0: football guy. I'm the guy who footballs. My whole life has been this, and now I'm back in my hometown. I love selling cars and talking about how I played football once. And then he's bad at it. But, I mean, I guess that's, like, I don't know, (laughs) part of it. (laughs)
1: yeah i was i was kind of just along for the ride
0: the The annexation of puerto rico
2: Rico.
1: which is
0: made by john madden apparently
1: and it's one of the best plays i think i've ever seen i don't know why yeah i don't know why more teams don't do that
2: Pretending someone has the ball and then give her, and she gets tackled, and then she looks Mm -hmm. at Spike's stupid silver. For each like running, each player running closer and closer to the touchdown. That is an odd choice. Um, Just generally for for like their.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he says no. He says no mercy, and she says
0: (laughs) no ball. (laughs) Without a doubt, the worst one there we'll give it to him first <laughs>
1: but it, isn't it jake who gets it at the end
0: um i thought it was Cause... i thought it was tad who ends up running it in
1: i i know T- tad does it earlier but i think it's jake again because doesn't he run into the pole or is that oh no it's the end? other
0: kid it's boy in the bubble it's um yeah
1: jake. that's jake. that's what isn't you're saying
0: that... yeah
1: <laughs> yeah so Jake ends up getting the touchdown and the Giants win. And that's the only time I'll be happy to say that. Um, Danny asks Patty out finally, because that was something we were all waiting for. Yeah, they were building it up. One one scene built it up. Could be part Two of the scenes. reason that
0: the uh, the mother didn't stick around. It's because he was obsessed with the girl he met when he was 11. And he's Maybe. still there. <laughs>
2: yeah it just had to happen. they' they're like we gotta we gotta close this here. Then they go to this person's house to, to like get junior on the team right and then her since she was eleven like maybe she just moved back
1: <laughs> probably right it, it's yeah it's also the size super of weird the town that, is it's also super weird that father and daughter have a crush on the same family. But that just felt weird to oh, me. Yeah, I thought it was kind gonna... of... <laughs> like, the scene is cute, but charming. I was like, it's it's super weird. Like, who's gonna get it first? Who's gonna make it weird for the other? Yeah. Yep.
2: <laughs> there, was, there, were, like, there was a couple like pairing in our school for a while where, like, the older brother Danny scenes was the two of them trying to get into the house. <laughs> hmm.
1: It was cute. Uh, the teams and coaches and brothers come together to form one big team for a great happy ending. And oh. finally, the water tower. Wah. Oh, I uh, saw, saw a weird guy in the crowd.
3: Um,
0: I had I, I just <laughs> sneak <it>. one in. <laughs> well, no, the, on the last play, uh, they, they pan the camera to Hannon. He grunts, and then they pan to the crowd. And in the middle, there's just one out-of-place guy wearing a whole ass fez like was on the <laughs> Oh
1: yeah I think it that, I think that was supposed to be a shriner Interesting I remember seeing him too and being like ah fez man must be <laughs> I guess a shriner or like I don't I don't know what the other explanation is besides like this is 20 years before gravity falls was a thing so like who knows <laughs> And it ends Kind of abruptly, with the uh, yeah. with the water tower being changed to O'Shea Brothers, fade to black. The end.
0: With but, nothing, yeah, just boom over.
1: Yeah, it kind of just no epilogue, no like seeing the teams get along. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Acqu- uh, none of the, the little giants are going to play. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're gonna ride the bench. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh apparently according to imdb trivia there were plans to do a sequel which never materialized so i guess that would have been it of like the two teams coming together <laughs> the season and having to like learn to work with each other
2: mm. um one one thing i wanted to mention though about the uh junior gets injured by spike in like a really you know just monster move by spike and his crazy dad telling him to just attack um another child um but then but it's a little interesting to me that like junior got so hurt just from like, spike tackling okay. him. because earlier in the yeah. game we saw a child literally get pushed into the but i was just i was a little disappointed in juniors was juniors frailty man, so. <laughs> she's great I also love when... Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> She's great.
0: My favorite one ended on uh, Kevin's wife. <laughs> it's just the full-on shot of her getting the crowd to cheer against him. She hates her husband. We all she, hate her husband. Everyone hates her husband
1: board. so much. <laughs> All right, well, that's the movie. Now we do the criteria to compare it to the pacifier. Uh, first up is how's the soundtrack? I think it's, it's
2: nice. Like music yeah. section it's good. that you would get.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's a good, checks all the it's boxes. It's a good like, mix of cues. And it's got car wash. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Not a bunch of like named stuff, but a lot of instrumental yeah.
1: Stuff. The one theme that plays <laughs> that a lot sounded a lot like a comedy tonight to me, but I don't know why. Like, the very beginning did. It was just I don't know, ride. I missed that. and must have been stuck in my head or something. Um, next, where would the main actor, in this case probably Rick Moranis, land on the Dieselometer for a range of Vin Diesel performances? What do you guys have? Because I struggled with this. I put this one at Furious
0: 7. This is the closest I've come to putting something on par with the pacifier yet. It's like, was, mm. it's definitely, it's like a bananas concept. It shouldn't work, but there's like a lot of heart in it. And it's it's fun. I love
1: it. <laughs> I don't know if it's a bananas concept. It's just like Pee Wee football.
0: Yeah, but the whole idea of like, there can only be one peewee football in this te- in this town. And like the whole i mean i guess the most realistic part about this is how involved the parents are in this Mm -hmm. sport like that is the part that felt the most authentic to me is like even even spike's dad like i played jb baseball with a kid whose dad got thrown out of a game for yelling at a ref And when we stop oh. recording, I can say a
3: name, but <laughs> okay.
2: I... oh, game! Yeah. Every game growing up, like the only people who were getting a exactly, title.
1: mm-hmm. Oh, middle middle school soccer. I had a, I had a coach who was a good guy, but he had to leave to officiate a wedding. So we had the assistant coach, <laughs> and he almost got thrown out because he was screaming at the ref who gave. Who gave a kid a red card because the kid punched the air, like didn't threaten anyone? The kid was just mad, so he went like, "Like, oh man," <laughs> and the ref was like, "Okay, Sounds well that kid, that kid's out of the game." And it's like that's not how that works. Uh, next up, we have: Did I like it as? Oh a wait, kid where or? did
0: you guys put the?
1: Oh, what was I, your Dieselometer rating, guys? I I'm just gonna agree with the Furious Seven thing because I had way too much trouble figuring this one out. Oh, how about you, Corey?
2: So this was this is like in like other Vin Diesel roles because Vin Diesel and Dwayne the Rock Johnson are both in that one, and it starts off pans and it's like a bunch of eleven year old girls. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I could I was really just reading facial cues.
1: Uh, did I like it as a kid or would I have liked it? I didn't see it, but I probably would have liked it a lot. I remember my neighbors kept mo- wanting me to watch it and I would be like, that's not a cartoon. I don't feel like it. <laughs> I did like it. I only remember seeing it once though.
2: I loved this as a kid. A- that I watched as a kid called Little Big League, um, which is about the Minnesota Twins. Yeah. Um, and so the the inspirational sports movie was pretty big in my
1: great. Uh, what has the director gone on to do? His name is Dwayne Dunham. Uh, this was actually his last narrative movie that he directed. He directed a documentary after this. He has one scheduled for release this year called The Happening Worker.
2: Well, that's Happened not working. I'm assuming, right? <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: Bad news. <laughs> yeah, true. The only detail about it that I could find is that it was filmed in a real quarry. Yeah. <laughs> But right before this, he did Homeward Bound. Oh. Homeward Bound's good.
2: Oh yeah. my Homeward god, Bound. that movie kills me. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah,
1: that's would good. Even though, according to this page, he was removed as director after shooting more than two-thirds of it. And the director of the live-action Flintstones movie came in to finish all of the football sequences. Mm. Which is interesting. Um, was there anything as memorable as the Peter Panda dance? Like a small, big, memorable thing? I said probably the tackling icebox scene.
0: This, this one was kind of a bummer for me. Because like I said, I couldn't remember anything about the movie. So I felt like by default, I had to say no. But like now, watching it as an adult, I would remember a lot of this stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: I think the thing that was as memorable to me was the the one thing that really... They all break! He claps his hands and he can't get them unstuck. I remember...
1: Oh, yeah, the hand glue. Uh,
2: <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> mm.
0: I was really hoping that he was going to have just opened his hands enough for the ball to fall.
1: See... I thought that I thought that he wasn't going to catch it. I thought the ball was just going to land on the big patch that he had on his chest and it was just going to stick there so it would kind of count as a catch. I was waiting for that, but the little uh, morphing into toilet paper thing was a cute effect that worked.
0: <laughs> I loved him. Loved him <laughs> and his father the genuine joy on his father's face when he caught the ball. Mm. <laughs> Such wholesome content.
1: <laughs> All of the little giant's parents are just genuinely good people, they're just weird. <laughs> well, one of them might land in who is the Brad Garrett of this movie, who is just the strange side character, strange and memorable side character. It really could have been any of the kids. I said Rudy, I said because I think Rudy was my favorite.
0: Yeah, I liked him too. I said Spike's dad because this is his... oh the other way with it, you know, he's not a good guy, yeah. but what the fuck is he you know like what is the home life there
1: spike i, I want you to go out so there and murder questions. this boy yeah,
0: go out and put that other 11 year old out of commission this is my child i have him i've put a refrigerator on his back when we moved they had a very uh <laughs> like ivan drago and his son vibe
1: Mm-hmm. i feel that
2: hmm I also, what I felt from the Brad Garrett character from the pacifier was like, this person is, (laughs) but it was weird because they treat him in that movie like he's like, oh, he's harmless. Directly perpetrating really harmful. um...
0: (laughs) True. Yeah. But he says fun catchphrases while he does it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh, he's he's definitely entertaining.
1: Yeah, he's not a good dude, but he introduces himself (laughs) by saying, My friends call me Little Puppet, so, like, he's entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Last but not least... Is there anything as insane as the Sound of Music subplot in The Pacifier? Which, in case you don't remember, in one scene, they find out that the boy has bleached his hair and has a Nazi armband, so they believe him to be a Nazi. But it's fine. He's just sneaking off to play Rolf in a community theater production of The Sound of Music.
2: I love that part in the Pacifier. They're like, oh well, he <laughs> might be a Nazi. You should talk to. Him. Also, like, not only is he because they find this armband, right? So, like, not only is he possibly a Nazi, but he no. didn't just like. It's
1: also weird that he wears that when it's not a costume rehearsal, and the guys outside, the guys outside at least, or no, he shows. I don't it think
2: to he him. was wearing it. I. They... Oh the.
1: No, they found it in his locker. I think. I don't really know if there was one in Little Giants that, like, fully fit.
0: I said the town. This (laughs) crazy-ass football Narnia town. Where you get... I mean, which some of it is, like, each town... Each small town has its own crazy stuff that's just to it. But this one has, like, these old gambling men. And Kevin is his like pivotal king place in this is coaching PB football and then in the middle the new york giants and john madden get lost and end up there
1: yeah that's a little bit bu- crazy yeah.
2: <laughs> that might i mean i don't think and also there wasn't a. I don't think there was anything right as insane mm-hmm. but i will say that luke i think you're close with the about
1: <laughs> luke do you have a ranking for this one
0: yeah, I ranked it three smashed footballs and two talking hands.
1: All right. Uh, is that better, worse, on the same level as the past fire? It's <laughs> close. Mind?
0: It's the closest I've come yet. Still not better than the Passfire.
1: Okay. I ranked it uh, seven top half of Darth Vader helmets out of nine. And I'd say it's just about on the level of the pacifier Like, I enjoyed it pretty much the same, even though I had no nostalgia for it.
2: Um, and I will say that, that I was very excited about, I did not... I did not expect all. And I did like there, I got s- four jet skis. And I'm like, yeah, I've always been worried about four jet skis. Like, uh, can the government not afford smaller wristbands? Like those things are huge. Seeing device he has too, to watch them going on their bracelet, they, where their bracelets are going. Those things that your dad would put in his car that, deci- that tells you when there's now he has to leave. Um, and then I also. Also, it's the not a terrible
1: a movie, shockingly.
2: In the world, which is because the, the one thing I can do when I get really sad is just I watch, you know, <laughs> high schools try to put. Yeah. Caspire got a lot of points for me at those moments.
1: All right. Well, that's that for Little Giants. Now we're going to play the coming attractions game where our guest has chosen a movie for us for our next episode and is going to give us hints for us to guess what we're doing. And I'm going to try not to guess it the first time this time, because that has made this really short the past couple episodes. Huh. Big flex, Connor. <laughs> I... Oh, I know. I think I know it. I But I'm going to... Um. Can I not guess what it is but ask you is there an animal involved
3: oh fuck <laughs>
2: uh... <laughs> <laughs> hint, so I'll move on to the next one um, that it features uh... oh yeah a Brooklyn hoodie um, a red Brooklyn zip up hoodie
0: hmm
1: This movie was really marketed to kids, even though kids should not watch it. seems like you guys know <laughs> I do
2: <laughs> Michael Shannon, I think is the most bonkers part of the movie that I'm having you guys watch, <laughs> which makes his mob boss dad very upset. You're...
0: <laughs> wait is it uh is it Joe dirt? no, no, why did I get?
1: I mean, you got the J, Christopher right. Walken
0: and Fart and Dog is what got me to I'm caught up.
1: <laughs>
0: but Michael Shannon's not in that movie.
1: I mean, I, I did forget that Michael Shannon was in it until I read about it a while ago. Is this Zohan? It's not Zohan.
0: Not Zohan. I don't know <laughs> if any of those people listed are in that movie.
1: Do you want me to confirm it, Luke? What my thought is? Yeah,
0: yeah. Why don't you guys go ahead?
1: It's Kangaroo Jack.
0: Oh! <laughs> Michael Shannon is in Kangaroo Jack.
2: Yeah. Yes, he is! <laughs> okay. He plays um, the... He's the, like, stepbrother of the um, the main that... actor in it who is...
0: That movie is in the same room as me, on a shelf in DVD. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, that's, that's something i never thought i would have to watch after we watched it on a sleep at a sleepover in like 2003 i thought i would never have to watch it again but here we are
2: just i will give a quick plug i love this movie i think it's well, great i haven't watched it in a while so <laughs> i thought i would pass on my bonkers um comedy light um it's very eye-opening <laughs> <laughs>
1: well thank you thank very you. much for that suggestion and thank you for being on the episode yeah we hope you had fun of course yeah hope you had fun well tune in next week where we will discuss kangaroo jack with a different guest and for no highway option i've been connor i've been luke and cory thank you again for being here and just remember that these were all our opinions, and if you don't agree with us, too bad because it's our way. No, no highway. highway option. option.
3: Why'd you hang on
1: option? Because that was the closest had, yet until you, option. You didn't. In on my thing, you didn't start talking yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was trying down to down line down. Up. Good old Zoom. everyone just in case we didn't get a chance to mention it in the episode we are looking for your feedback so if you could leave us a review on your podcasting provider of choice you know on the same page where you subscribe to us and share us with your friends that would be really great or you can even get in contact with us through twitter and email you can follow us on twitter at nohighwaypod or email us nohighwaypod at gmail.com We're really thankful that you took some time out of your day to listen to us, and we hope that the rest of your day goes great. Okay, goodbye. The theme music for No Highway Option is the song Welcome to the Show by Kevin MacLeod, licensed by using the Creative Commons Attribution License. To find this song and more songs like it, or to read the full license for yourself, you can follow the links in our show description. No Highway Option was created by and starring Connor and Luke, and produced by Connor.